Hey guys, what is up? Hey, what's up, guys? Hey guys, what is up? Welcome back to Shit to Talk About. That's Jose, and I'm Marissa. I was waiting for you to say, "My name is Marissa." And Do I ever wait like, for I you to say, say "Mine is my name is Jose, and I am Marissa"? <laughs> Do you want me to go again? <laughs> no, it's okay. It's a good intro. <laughs> All right. Um, hey guys. Uh, stop! Don't do that shit in front of me while I'm trying to podcast. I was like, ah, no, 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 not here, mom and dad, stop. Um, so this is gonna be our gun episode. Um, Jose is gonna take the lead on this one, answer a few questions, uh, talk shit on California probably. Oh, dude, and that's that's gonna be like the <laughs> that's gonna be like eighty percent of this. And yeah, this is gonna be a short one. We'll probably cap it off at thirty twenty. 30 minutes we'll see between 20 and 30 depends on how much shit jose has to say Mm -hmm. he's passionate so we'll go off there um to be clear if you feel like you are about to get offended by something please click the fuck off no and it's not even and if you like if you don't think you're gonna get or if you think you're gonna get offended and want to listen um please don't fucking message us we don't want your you don't want your bullshit unless you want to argue with jose go ahead at him directly at jose mota 21 right Dude, you got my handle good? That's what's up. No, but look, okay. Oh my gosh, been the so, same for fucking 12 years. So, well, yeah, I'm not going to change my at. What the fuck? <laughs> Bitch, I change my at all the time. I know you do. Okay, so these are just my opinions. It's as simple as that. Like, there is nothing that is set in stone here. Stone steer, s- there is nothing that is set in <coughs> stone here. Apparently, I can't fucking talk. It's like, okay. And who knows? Maybe... <laughs> Like, this could change. Is Anna doing dumb shit behind the back? The studio audience is being very disruptive. <laughs> so, like, this stuff. Throw pickles at Is somebody knocking? No, I think my fat ass just leaned back. <laughs> Lean with it, rock with it. When we Sorry, y'all. Stop with it. Uh, no. um, my views may even change here and there. Like, I, it's not set in stone. Like, don't get offended by it. If you're going to get offended, like, I mean, that's on you. You shouldn't. You yeah, sh- you fucking you know? snowflake. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Okay, go off, Jose. No, go ahead. Ask the question. See All what's right, up. here we go. Um, so this is from a listener. Let's just say this is from my uncle. Mm-hmm. Um, but we also have a lot of other listeners who are very into this these gun topics and like when Jose is, talks about it, especially the men. So, uh, not to be sexist, but yeah. All right. Um, Guns are for ladies too. Okay, go over some California requirements to purchase a gun. Okay, so. We're from California, by the way. Yeah, if you haven't noticed. Um, so in the state of California, to purchase a long rifle and/or shotgun, the age, unless they recently changed it, I'm not sure. I'm 21, so this doesn't really affect you. Affect me, but like to buy a long gun or a um shotgun, the requirement is 18 years old. No, actually, I think they changed it. Everything's 21 now. Because I think I th- I I feel like they did change it, but uh, don't quote me on that. But anyway, like, and then pistols was 21 and has always been 21. Like, you have to be 21 to buy a pistol. So that's, like, the first requirement. You have to be of that age. Um, the second thing is going to be your um, FSC, Firearm Safety Certificate. So before you can go buying any guns or anything like that, you have to go take this test. Um, study for this test. Take this test. I mean, depending on who you are, it may be easy if you're, like, around guns a lot and... You can be around guns law and not own them. Like, I didn't own a gun until I was 21. It is 21 for long rifles. Okay, perfect. So they recently changed it within yes. the past five years. Um, to be able to... Fuck, what was, it? what was that noise? I don't know, but I just seen Anna talking shit, saying she knew that. Well, yeah, she... 
She's there. Deals I with knew guns. That. Um, <laughs> you oh, have to. We got a gun expert here. Not really. <gasps> she just sells them. Oh, black market. Yeah, do what she want. Glock nine. We're AK? gonna cut this. <laughs> don't come for her. We, you don't know who we're talking about. Um, you have to take this test, and depending on who you are, it may be easier. It may be hard, depending on if you're around guns a lot. So you take this test, and they give you this little certificate. I don't even like really carry mine because I have my um my concealed carry permit. So basically, you take this test. You get this certificate. It gives a number, and anytime you want to go and buy a gun, you go and slap this thing on the table, and they document it. And you fill out a whole bunch of stuff, and yeah. So let me relook at this question one more time. Make sure I get everything I am requirements Just to be able to purchase the gun. Yeah, that's pretty much it. You have to like do the firearm safety certificate, and then I believe they go over a safety checklist with you as well. Correct? Yeah. So they'll do a safety check anytime you use a gun. Because if you are a gun owner, you should take safety seriously because that's the number one thing. Like, and, and that's so my biggest thing is like when I take people to shoot and like, yes, shooting is fun, right? Is shooting fun? Very fun. But there's a time and a place to be dumb. If you have a gun in your hand, a loaded gun in your hand, and you're going to be acting stupid, like I'm not ever going to take you shooting ever again. Okay. Pause and there. Okay. Go ahead. Don't get into that yet because. Okay. That's also a question. Okay. Um, do you know of any laws that are in effect or coming into effect, um, especially in California? So obviously we just went over one, which was it's now twenty one for a long rifle. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but do you know of anybody any that are coming into effect? I mean, not coming into effect. I know California is really trying hard now to get <coughs> rid of quote unquote assault rifles. Yeah. And like. <sighs> Specify assault rifles for the people out here who... So, California specifies assault rifles as anything who is a semi-automatic weapon with a detachable mag and a collapsible stock, a flash hider. There's, like, a checklist to make your weapon not an assault rifle. Mm -hmm. And, like, some of these are really dumb. Like, what if I have a... I can have a bolt-action rifle with a telescoping stock or, like, a flash hider. And, like, a flash hider, seriously? Like... So, like, let's say you want to go and build an AR-15, which are still legal. You can buy yeah. an AR-15 in California. You just have to go a whole b- around a whole bunch of loops and all this other that's stuff. That's probably what. Which one is that? No, I think that's what they want. Yeah. They want you. They want to make it more difficult so less people purchase mm-hmm. these. And, yes, there is a problem with mass shootings. You know, there's a really big problem with mass shootings. And I get the, f- the, the theory from buying the ar-15s you know like sorry (laughs) she's distracting me (laughs) i thought she was taking a picture of me no you're good um (laughs) (laughs) i thought it was of us and it was of herself (laughs) we are concerned about our studio audience oh my god Um, wait before you go on okay you keep stopping me i know before you go on good i needed to stop you anyway um do you I know your answer, but would you say it's a gun problem or a mental health problem? It's mental health. Mm-hmm. I am a, can I go off? Yeah, let's go. I think there should be more like a box on a piece of paper. Are you, Have you ever had a history of mental health? No. Mm-hmm. How do you know if I don't? You know, and I get gun salesmen are supposed to like, 
be trained to spot mental health. But mental health isn't painted on your head. Yeah. You know, I think there should be like more psychological testing. And I'm Have not you ever met a fucking sociopath? They're You're not they're gonna identify as fucking sociopath. Yeah, they're they're Try masters me. at that's what they do. They manipulation, bro. Exactly. No, and there's I'm I'm like it's a tough subject for me because I I'm a gun enthusiast. I love owning guns. I love shooting guns. I love I think someone's in the shower. Mm-hmm. I love gun competitions, you know, and like I see both sides of it because there is a problem with somebody who has mental health issues being able to go and purchase a firearm. But I don't think there's enough being done about it. Like don't take away the guns, take away the do some change the system. It's not the means to an end. It's the the system that is in place that isn't working. Mm-hmm. You know, there should be, like, more background check. Like, it's fucked up. Because, like, if, if you can just go, if you, someone with mental health can just go and, like, I, I believe that you should be able to, like, get some sort of a test. Like, go see a psychiatrist or something. Yeah, get an, or a psychologist. an eval. Yeah, just get an evaluation. Like, it's as simple as that. Like, I don't know how much an evaluation costs, yeah. but, dude, I, the amount of money I spend on guns, like, that would probably be, like, fucking a penny mm-hmm. for a mental evaluation compared to the amount I spend on guns. Mm-hmm. Which, that's my hobby. That's my fucking hobby, which I love doing, and I choose to spend that money on. And if somebody was like, hey, there's this new law, you have to get a mental health evaluation before you can get a gun, I'd be fucking fine with that. Yeah. True. Yeah. I like that. Mm-hmm. Great answer. Um, let's see. Do, 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 do. What is needed for a CCW? Whew. Um, Concealed carry, y'all. So this is for, like, the, the aspects of a concealed carry, it's a process. Like, you can't just go up, buy your gun, go into a sheriff or police station, and, hey, I want to get a concealed carry. And they're like, okay, here you go. Like, it's not as simple as that. It's a process, and you're going to have— Do you want me to read the— What's up? you want me to read the list of what you need? Oh, I got you. Oh, go ahead, It's in my head, dude. (laughs) I got this shit memorized. So, like, it's a process. If you are interested in giving your CCW, like, DM me. Talk to me. Like, or talk to somebody. Like, talk to sheriff. A sheriff will know. A police officer will know. And, like, if they're, like, cool, they'll give you the time of day. Or you can just call whoever it is in your county and or city— and they'll have information on it. Like, most counties and most cities have, like, their – what do you call it? They have their steps that you have to go and get it. So, first step being you have to apply. And I'm talking – well, actually, let me back up. First step, if we're starting from the beginning, if you've never owned a gun before, you got to get your firearm safety certificate. So, you got to pass that test that we talked about earlier. Next test is going to be purchasing a firearm. And – I'm a big believer in testing before you got to test drive the car before you buy it, right? Mm-hmm. It's a car. It's the same thing with a gun. There's so many guns out there that you can buy. Now, mind you, it's a little bit stricter here in California because of the California gun roster. We'll go off on that later. So you have to buy a California approved something that's on the gun roster mm-hmm. that's going to work for you. Conceal carry. Like if you're my size, I am five seven. And I weigh 130 pounds. I'm not going to be carrying a 5-inch 1911. I'm not going to be carrying a Glock 34. You know, it's just that's not going to be something that I can conceal on my body. So 
you have to test drive a car, you know, have talk to somebody who has their concealed carry, see what type of a weapon they carry and go from there. You got to test it, you know, and try it. Cause like for me, my first gun was a Glock 19 and I figured out if it's a summer and I'm wearing a tank top, I'm a small dude. I can't conceal a Glock 19. I can, but not well. Because I'm the type of person that's deep concealment. Nobody should know I have that, you know? And like I said, you have to test drive it. And that's what I figured out, like, because I've never been introduced and I didn't have really any outlets of people that I can talk to because it's not very, I feel like it is popular around here, but I didn't really know too many people who it was popular with. So, like, you have to be able to see what works for you. Test it out. And you can buy, like, an airsoft gun that's the, like, similar to that or exactly the same as that like if you want a glock airsoft gun you can get a glock airsoft gun so you got to test it out okay and then so after purchasing a firearm you're gonna fill out the application and you're gonna apply so what's gonna happen is you're gonna call make an appointment and it's gonna take some time so then after that your waiting period you go into whoever whatever station you're at go and get that done they're gonna be like okay so you're gonna get your fingerprint you're gonna get a background check you it depends i don't know how exactly how like how much i'm talking ballpark and this is just for the background check and the fingerprint between 250 and 300 dollars. that's what i'm thinking depending it might be more it might be less depending on where you're at after you do that you're gonna um they're going to call you back and tell you you've been approved, you've been denied. Once you get that approval, you go from there and you go to take your class. So you schedule your class and you don't call them back until like you pass the class. So you go to a class and yes. Okay, so once you pass the class, you give them a call. What? <laughs> I was just getting my notes ready. She's going to She's going to play Call of Duty still. <laughs> So Marissa finds me boring. So this whole time we've <laughs> I've been talking, she's playing Call of Duty. No, freaking rude ass! I never do that to you. Just kidding. So you pass the class. Um, the class is usually my class for my initial. <coughs> it was a hundred dollars. So all in all, like you're probably for just your um your permit and your class, you're gonna sp- you're gonna spend five, six, maybe even seven hundred dollars. So like it's an investment, you know. Um. So after you pass the class, you give them a call, schedule an appointment to take your paperwork because they give you a certification that says um, this person passed the class with these weapons. And then you have serial numbers, makes, models, calibers, the whole shebang. And then after that, you go to that appointment and they write out your CCW and you read them. They're gonna Why does this here say psychological testing fees up to $150? Is that new? It No, it's not new. It depends on the department. So, oh, okay. like, if, if you're the... I didn't have to do any um, psychological testing, but it's at their discretion. So, if they... So, it's at their discretion. Like, if they see something a little bit sketchy, but they're kind of on the fence about it, or they... You have... Because you meet with them. Mm-hmm. Like, you have a conversation with them. And depending on who it is, like, you may have to write a... Um, like a whole letter on why you think you need a CCW. And if you do, they may decide I need to get psychological testing to make sure you're fit, which is perfect. I mm-hmm. believe that should be, you know, not everybody should be carrying around a gun mm-hmm. every day. So they can do psychological testing and go from there. And I don't know if they have their, I didn't have to do any psychological testing. So I don't know exactly how that works. <coughs> 
Should we see if it's required now? That could be new. No, it's not required. It's so it's, not? it's it's on a basis of like county to county. Oh, okay. Here in California, like it could be like the sheriff in Mariposa could require psychological testing, but the sheriff in wherever else in Stanislaus County could not. Yeah. It's up to their discretion. Just like it's there's um will issue, can issue, which is different ways of issuance. So like some sheriff's departments, so the sheriff, it's basically however the sheriff wants to run things. So some sheriffs are super cool about CCWs. As long as you have a clean background, you have like not too many par- like tickets or anything like that. You um are a good upstanding citizen and you get through your training, you'll get your CCW. And it's just a means to an end to protect yourself. Um, others, it's you got to be homies with the sheriff to yeah. be able to get your CCW. It it all depends, you know. So, that being said, where was it left off? I think I was pretty much done. No, that's pretty much it. Yeah. So. Oh, and then um, what is uh, the estimated time for you to get actually get your CCW? Um. So around here, I'm not gonna name drop like counties or anything, but. You, for me, it was, I want to say, between three, four months. From the the time I made that first call till the time I had my permit in hand. Mm-hmm. Um, I've heard it's longer. I've heard some places it can take up to a year, six months, mm-hmm. eight months. It all depends on where you are. Like, if you, it's it's an investment in time and in money. Like, it's something you have to want to do. It's something you're going to have to, like, see through and follow through. And it's something you have to keep up with as well because you have to renew every two years. So, let's go into this. What's up? Um, so, you mentioned the gun roster. Mm-hmm. Um, let's start with that then. Mm-hmm. Mention what the gun roster is, exactly what it is um, in California. And then, from there, go into what you would recommend as a beginner gun for not somebody who necessarily wants a CCW or to conceal carry, but just somebody who just wants getting into guns. Yeah. Yeah. So go ahead, describe what or explain what the gun roster is and then go off from there. Okay. So the gun roster is basically a list of approved handguns. So semi-automatic handguns and revolvers, I think. Yeah. Revolvers as well. So handguns that are approved by the California department of justice that are quote unquote safe firearms. Do you want me to elaborate more? Yes. So basically, it was this thing. I think it was the '90s or early 2000s that it came around, and it's just like a list of guns that have been tested by the California Department of Justice. And I've seen a lot of speculation that it's just like to keep Californians from getting more guns, and that's that's how I feel like what it is. Yeah. Because I want to buy a this gun or that gun. Like, I want to buy a CZP-09. And I can't do it because it's not a roster gun. And if I want to buy a roster gun, I have to pay two, three, four times market price for them. If you want to buy a Glock 43, which is the latest and greatest in concealed carry mm-hmm. from Glock. Glock Master Race. But, that's beside the point. Um, T. If you want to go buy a Glock 43 or a Glock 42 or a Glock 19 Gen 5, you have to pay... This these guns go for like four hundred and fifty, like below five hundred dollars. You know how much you want to drop on one? Cheapest? Nine hundred bucks. And that's if you get lucky. Most of the time it's twelve, thirteen, fourteen hundred bucks. 
Okay, this is interesting. I didn't know this. Go. I don't know if you knew this. This article was written in 2018. It says, if you are a police officer, you can buy guns that aren't on the on the gun mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. the gun roster. Yeah. So if you and they can they can sell it to civilians. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's most. If you go on calguns.net, mm-hmm. um, that's where a lot. That's like a California marketplace for like they have different forms and stuff like for concealed carry. But a really big one that I go on there for is for off roster handguns. Because there, a lot of um, police officers buy guns, and they can buy them at that price. They can yeah. buy them at the five hundred dollars. They can buy them at the four hundred dollars that they cost, and then they sell them for a lot more. I think there's a limit to how many they can buy now, and how long it, they can sell them. So they can't they can't make a business. Which <laughs> fuck, dude, they make a really good business if I they know. did that. So they can't like just go and buy a whole bunch of guns and sell them for a triple. But that's what a lot of people do. Like they. They have someone who can buy them, buy them, sell them to them at the same price, and then go and sell them for three times, four times the cost. Yeah. Like for example, I'm. This is a perfect example. This is one of my dream firearms. It's a um, Terran Tactical STI Combat Master. You seen John Wick? Yep. It's the gun he uses. Mm-hmm. So this is one of my. Um, even though there's some shade going on with Taryn Butler, that's the guy who created Terran Tactical, but that's beside the point. Um, he's a award-winning race gun shooter. He's quick. He's accurate. He's he's a very good shooter. Like I aspire to be the kind of shooter that he is. So he has his own manufacturing, and he does like these really awesome guns. He does shotguns, rifles, pistols. Like he does these cool ass guns. And he trains actors like he trained um, Keanu Reeves mm-hmm. for those movies. Yeah. He trained several I other actors that. for the movies. So there's this gun that he makes, and it is an STI. It's 2011, so you know what a 1911 is. Mm-hmm. So think that, but double stacked. Yeah. So um, it's a long barrel. I think it's like a five or six inch 2011. It's a sick ass gun. Like it's got this beautiful barrel. It's it's just it's beautifully crafted. Like it's 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 a machine. It you can shoot it faster than shit. You can stay on target and it's it's just fucking beautiful. Like that's one of my dream handguns. They sell for three thousand dollars. Fuck. That's experience. That's expensive already, right? Mm-hmm. I saw one on Calguns.net. Guess how much it was selling for? Six. No. Not even double. More than double. Last chance. Guess again. Twelve. Ten thousand dollars. Oh fucking a! So pretty much triple. More than triple. That's fucking disgusting. Ten thousand dollars. And the guy was like, "I have two of them." So. God damn. So this guy just spent six thousand dollars. Mm-hmm. And he's like, more than tripling his money. Yeah. He's gonna make twenty thousand because there is gonna be somebody who goes and buy those. Mm-hmm. And there's like both sides. You can either there's people who like will pay the money. It's it's it comes to a question of how bad do you want it. Mm-hmm. If you want that Glock forty three, you're gonna bite the bullet and you're gonna pay that much money for it. If you don't want the Glock forty three, you're gonna say I'm gonna go buy a Gen three Glock twenty six and just live with it. Mm-hmm. Do you like the Glock twenty sixes? Yeah, they're cool. Yeah, they're cool. I personally have a Glock forty three, so you can yes, I bit the bullet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Damn. Um, but look, this is my thing. Like the the reason that that nobody, none of the gun, all the gun manufacturers for the most part said fuck California. We're not getting any more because to put a gun on the roster, mm-hmm. 
they have to pay all the, this manufacturer to sell their guns in California yeah. have to pay all this money and go through all this dumb testing to be on the roster to be on the roster and like there's been very few that have been added to the roster if not any i think there's only been a couple revolvers that have been added recently so my thing is like they have all these regulations that they want drop testing understandable load indicator Mm. um magazine disconnect a whole bunch of stuff that yes, it's it's good to have on a gun, but it's not necessary. Yeah. So, um, a safety. So this is the thing: if you carry a 1911, you train with the safety. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you carry a polymer framed gun, a safety is not necessary. So, like, they have explain ca- that. Yeah, go ahead. So, just the way that it works, because like on a 1911, you have a very light <coughs> trigger. On a polymer frame, you have like a um, you have a different type of safety. So like, there's a couple other different safety fixture fe- features, features. So for example, like on a Glock, you have a um trigger safety. So there's this little detent that you have to depress on the trigger for it to go. Okay, and you also have something called a safety plunger that makes it so that trigger is not moving unless there is adequate pressure that's going on there. So there's different safety features that are in polymer-framed guns. So that's the reason. But California wants polymer-framed guns th- where no safety is necessary to have a safety. So mm-hmm. you have these, like, like a uh, um, <sighs> Smith & Wesson Shield gun with no safety. Because it has that trigger safety, and I'm not sure. I'm not really familiar with Smith and Wessons. I don't know if they have the whole safety plunger and all that other stuff. But um, you have Smith and Wessons that have the um, the safety, the actual click yeah. safety. So, but it's just I don't know. It's messed up because like I don't as as me personally, I don't think a gun company is gonna sell a gun that's not safe, right? Because think about the lawsuits, dude. I mean, you gun companies are already getting sued out of the fucking ass. Yeah. Because their guns killed, quote unquote, their guns killed someone. Mm-hmm. It's not a gun that kills someone. It's a person. Mm-hmm. You know? And that's my belief on that. But I, don't, it's, I think it's just super fucked up. It's like a really... <sighs> it's a really messed up way to like limit what people can do. Yeah. That's just how I feel about it. Because I get you. Because there's, like, certain... No, I don't need these guns. In no way, shape, or form do I need them. Like, I feel it. it's a privilege to be able to have, own a gun. Like, I th- that's the way I think. Because, and, like, I get, you know, it's written in the Second Amendment and everything. And people will live and die by that. Like, it's my right. But the way I see it, you go into other countries and they don't have that right. So, like, I think a lot of people take it for granted that way. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm I'm grateful to be able to have that. Yeah. So, but at the same time, like, no, I'm going to pick and choose for you what you can have. Um, now, explain what you believe is a great uh, beginner gun, not for concealed carry, but because, you know, you explain that concealed carry, a gun that pretty much fits you and is actually concealed is what would be your choice. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But... Just explain, like, just shooting hobby, you know, what's a good, what's like a Like a, a starter? Yeah. So this is a beginner gun you've never shot before. 
what you want. I am a lover of 22s. I don't care what brand. <laughs> I don't care, like, if it's pretty, if it's ugly, if it's colorful, 22. Okay, 22 caliber is the most m- fucking greatest thing in the world. You mm-hmm. know why? Because you can buy a 22 in, like, almost any type of gun. Mm-hmm. If you think you want to carry, I mean, it's off-roster, so good luck getting one. But Glock just came out with, like, a Glock 19, but it's in 22 caliber. So it's a Glock 44. Yeah. And the reason they did that is because ammunition is pretty expensive. Especially if you're in a place like California, ammunition is expensive. Mm-hmm. 22s are fucking cheap, dude. Yeah. You can buy a box of 22s, like, a thousand rounds for, like, fucking dirt cheap. Mm-hmm. So they're really good for training, so like to familiarize yourself with said platform. So like if you want to you say, "You know what? I want to conceal carry eventually one day, but I'm not there yet. I don't have my license yet. I want to start training." Get that gun in a similar platform in a 22 caliber. You can train with it, you can practice holster draw, you can practice the takedown, learn the ins and outs of your pistol. Because if you're shooting that enough, you're going to have to know how to take that thing apart. And I'm not talking about field strip. I'm talking about everything. Like, taking out everything. The trigger assembly. Everything. Like, 22s are, like, the best thing you can do. That's, like, a starter gun. And just 22s are fun to shoot. They don't have very... They have very little recoil. And it's, like, a step up from a BB gun. Yeah, because that's exactly what people are always concerned about when get when getting a gun is that they've always you you know you're scared of the recoil yeah you always see those fucking tragic videos of you know recoil videos yeah and like smacked in the face and no just and the other thing is like educate yourself exactly so like if you're gonna go out and buy your first pistol have somebody who is a proficient shooter show you because the last thing you want to do is get bad habits because then those bad habits are gonna live live with you for the rest of your life you want to know how to like hold a gun there's a proper way to hold a gun there's a proper way to do this. There's a proper way to do that. You know, there's, it's, it's a lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And you have to dedicate yourself to be able to listen and to not let your ego get in the way. Because there's always, like, I don't, everyone who's ever taught me something, like, who's been a professional, like, in law enforcement, and that's what they train weekly. They're always training, constantly training. And these guys that I was talking to were in their 50s. And they're like, you can never stop learning about firearms. They're like, we still need learn stuff, you know, for a different point of view, a different way of doing things. There's always something. You always have to be teachable in this situation. Like, there, you can't know everything. Yeah. What is your favorite? Favorite? Well, we know your favorite. You said the f- you have a forty three, don't you? Uh, forty three nineteen. I have a P two three eight. Those are just my pistols. Which one? What was the first one you got? Nineteen. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Oh fuck. Glock nineteen. My dumbass. Glock na- Glock nineteen is a good starter pistol if you're gonna upgrade from that. Yeah. Yeah, like it's a nine millimeter. I love nine millimeter. It's my probably my favorite pistol round. And uh, Glock nineteen is just it's simple. The nineteen compared to. Wait, what do you carry with right? What do you carry with right now? Uh, two three eight. Okay, so you're nineteen compared to that. That's a three eighty. Okay. So it's a it's think it's the same caliber. They're both nine millimeter calibers, but it's um shortened. Yeah. So it's explain it that to people. What? Um, explain calibers to people. 
because I know people who have no fucking idea. Oh, okay. So like a nine millimeter is is a is a small caliber pistol. So it's uh compared to some other guns like a forty five or a forty, like you're there's steps up. So it's kinda like you start at the beginning of the ladder with like a twenty two and you work your way up. Or I mean you can go down to a seventeen HMR if you want to, but you, you kinda it's a step ladder. You go up. You go from nine millimeter to forty to forty five, then you can get up to three fifty seven. Then you go all the way up to fucking fifty caliber. And really? you Yeah, so and then even bigger. Like yeah. there's there's I don't even I don't even have close no close to every round. Mm-hmm. Like I just know the ones that I mess with, you know. Yeah. So, the what comes into play is recoil. Is that going to be a problem for you? Recoil mitigation, training with it, because that's all it is. It's training. You can carry around a fifteen, a fifty caliber Desert Eagle concealed carry, and if you know how to handle it and you know how to handle the recoil and you train with that, mm-hmm. fuck it, do it. Yeah. I'm not going to carry that <laughs> because I wait. I've shot a forty four Magnum and that was good enough for me. Yeah. That was like. Ow. Yeah, so that, that also that also hurt. comes into play, like, your size compared to... Yeah, because, like, a dude, like, there's always, like, these dudes who are, like, oh, I can't carry a 19... Like, if I can't carry a Glock 34, you can't carry a Glock 34. Um, and I hate that because, like, there's a lot of guys who are just built big. They're they're mm-hmm. six foot four, they weigh 250 pounds, and they can carry a Glock 34 fine. That's like me carrying a Glock 43. You know, size has everything to do with it. Yeah. So it's it's who you are and what you can do. Mm-hmm. That's why, like, seriously, <coughs> if this tells you anything, seriously, do your fucking research. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, your research specifically in regards to yourself, like, how, how you can use these weapons and how these weapons can really fit you. And if, it does, if it doesn't fit you, you're fucked. There's no point in it's having about one. comfort too. Yeah. Like, and there's I've seen posts of like girls smaller than I am carrying around a Glock 19, and they can conceal it well. You know, they dress around it. They it's just whatever works for you. Because mm-hmm. like, if I really want to, I probably could carry a Glock 34. But like, I just and it's a lifestyle. If you're gonna do that, that's fine. You have to buy your pants two sizes bigger than you actually are. You have to do all this other stuff. And for me, I just wanna. I'm comfortable with my wardrobe. Yeah. You know, and uh, like I do like for the most part, I do wear um, pant sizes that are either a size or two sizes bigger than I am just so I can have that. So it's what you are willing to do to be able to carry. Like it's just personal preference. Yeah. Like there's there's no wrong answer. All right. Let's close up on this. And this is a this is a good little one to close up on. Um. Gun safety all around and gun safety, especially in a home with kids, um, all that stuff. Yeah, so like a little segue real quick before we close out. Mm-hmm. You have to be educated. You have to know about gun safety. If you're going to be cleaning a gun, have your ammo in a different room. If you're going to be doing dry fires, which yeah. are explain completely it, safe. Especially, explain it, especially gun safety with kids in the house or with other people in the house. So like... You got to keep your shit locked. Nobody else knows the combo. None of your kids are around. Nobody else is seeing you around unless they are another responsible gun owner. Like, you literally can never be too safe. So, like, what I've always been taught is, like, I want to, like, cool, I want to show you this gun I just got. So, if Marissa just got a new gun and she hands it to me, what am I going to do? I'm going to press check it. I'm going to make sure that it's not loaded. She could have just press checked it. 
and I saw her press check it, but I'm going to do it do just it to double check because four eyes is better than two, you know? You can never be too safe, and you have to over-exaggerate safety. Like, trigger awareness. If I hand you a gun and you're not ready to shoot and you have your finger on the trigger, I'm going to call you out on it. Hey, get your finger off the trigger. If you're not pointing your gun in a safe direction, hey, make sure you don't point that that way. Because I've had guns pointed at me, and I flip the fuck out. Like, I get mad. And it's not because, like, maybe it was a mistake, but you have to be more aware of that. If I have, like, I've been trap shooting with somebody, and I get a 12-gauge pointed at me. Mm -hmm. You know? And, like, that's not cool. Because I know if I get hit with that 12-gauge, I'm going to get fucked up. Like, I'm done, skis. And it's like, yeah, we're out here (coughs) shooting. We're out here shooting, and we're having fun, but... I've had pistols pointed at me, yeah. loaded pistols, and I'm like, "Hey, point that thing, muzzle." That's what when you're when you're on a training line, one word, muzzle, finger, and people are like, "Oh fuck, sorry." And it's just like, dude, be more diligent about it. Pay attention, because when you're talking about a gun, you have the power to end someone's life, True. and that should not be taken lightly. Yeah, even if it is just a hobby, even if you don't use guns for self defense. Like, you're just like, oh, I have a gun because I like shooting targets. I don't want it for self-defense. I don't want to ever have to deal with that. That's cool. You still have to have that due diligence. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nice. All right. Well, how do you feel about that conversation? That's cool. Any last last mm-hmm. thoughts? Is that all the questions we're going to do for right yeah. now? No, that's all of them we got. Oh, that was? That was that big-ass paragraph we went through. We combed through that bitch crazy. But it's true. You can talk about this for fucking days. No, yeah, you can. Um, and especially if you're really fucking passionate about, especially how things are set up here in California, um, you can you can fucking go off, obviously. You can fucking go off on it. I can go off for, like, hours. <clears throat> Just uh, name your favorite gun, and we'll close this bitch out. There's no way I'm going to be able to name my favorite gun. <laughs> I'll go in categories. Yeah, go off. Okay. <laughs> so. Oh, Anna's guns? Anna's guns. <laughs> Win all. Little. Anna has the biggest, baddest guns out there. <laughs> exactly. Okay, so. Pistol. Right now, I'm talking about right now. So, I'm going to go subcompact, compact, up. So, there's going to be like categories, subcategories. Some subcompact Glock 43, compact Glock 19, full size. I'm probably gonna go with like a Springfield 1911 in nine millimeter right now. But I'm kind of been looking at a CZ, but I haven't had the opportunity to shoot one mm-hmm. yet or to mess one yet, so that's still on the table. But 1911s, I love 1911s. But okay, now we're gonna move up. Okay, so um, rifle, like, I haven't, I haven't fucked with rifles too much, like, I have very little experience with rifles, I have more experience with pistols, but, um, right now, I mean, I've shot a couple ARs, and, like, right now, the one I just finished building has been my favorite by far, it's, a um, Aero Precision, um, it's an M4E1, I believe is the name, I, I don't remember exactly what it was, but it's, uh, it's chambered in two two three wild wildy wild, but it's so it's this new it's this new hybrid chamber that they made, which you can it's like a hybrid between a five five six and a two two three, so it's pretty sick. I mean it's a oh. dude like I t- I took a video of me shooting that thing and mm. like five five six doesn't have crazy recoil, but it doesn't have no recoil. Yeah, and I have a break on that thing, dude. Yeah, straight shooting like a BB gun boy. Nice. That's cool. Yeah yeah yeah. Um. 
I really want to get into long range shooting. That's like that's like on my to do list. Yeah. I want to I want to get a six five Creed more. That's oh shit. That's my that's my next. Um, shit. I've shot a seven point demolition. I know. <laughs> I shot I've shot a seven point six two. Um, that's pretty cool. Three oh eights are pretty cool too. But I don't have like a crazy amount of experience with those. Um, and then as far as shotgun, pff, give me anything twelve gauge. It's not trash. <laughs> like I have, I have a Remington eight seventy, and I love that thing to yeah. death. Like people come out here with their like pump action shotguns. I mean, not pump action. They come out here with their auto loader shotguns. They're like, <laughs> and I'm just over here with my eight seventy. Like, <laughs> you missed like thirty clays, and I hit all of them. Uh-huh. What's up? <laughs> Damn, bitch. Yeah, so. I mean, there's I can go on and on for days. There's, like, so many guns that I enjoy shooting and yeah. that are. it's For for me, it comes down to shootability, accuracy, you know, ergonomics. There's a couple things that come into play for me. And, like, how well can I shoot this gun? Mm-hmm. Can I be accurate with this gun? If I'm shooting a gun and, like, I know I'm not the best shooter, but I, I, I'm pretty accurate when mm-hmm. I need to be. If I can't if I can't make accurate groups with a gun, I'm like, okay, is it me? And I'll have my friend shoot it, make sure it's not me, and then they can't do it either. And then I'm like, okay, something's yeah. up with this. Like, let's go ahead and put this one back on the shelf and say fuck that. Mm-hmm. When it comes to guns, like, you can spend no money and get a fucking good gun. Tea. Yeah, and that's a, that's what I love about like purchasing guns. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> so try before you buy, bitch. <laughs> yeah, like okay, like not to talk tra- trash about any brands, but like you can go buy a Kimber and they're expensive as fuck, but mm-hmm. like they're trash. I've heard. Like you can you can have a really good Kimber, but like you 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 won the lottery right there, because like it's it comes to consistency. Like, how many times do you hear of a Glock failing? Yeah, right. And there's literally a saying: a Glock is a Glock because like if you're shooting like I love Sigs, but Sigs are picky with ammo. You can't run any type of cheap ammo through a SIG. You got to get good ammo for that thing to function right. And I'm not saying that's all SIGs, and I'm not saying that's about the whole SIG company, but like, it's just that. Like, there's there's these literally these phrases on different brands. A Glock, you can throw that thing in the mud, you can dunk it in water and leave it there for a night, pull that thing out, and it's still going to go pew. Not the same can be said for other things. That's why, like, my thing is. For a concealed carry capacity or any kind of capacity, look at what law enforcement's doing. Hmm. Talk to a cop because they're trusting their lives with that thing every day. If you're carrying what they're carrying or you're shooting what they're shooting, you know you're in good. True. Mm-hmm. True, y'all. All right. Let's close this up because we got to 45 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> Damn. It was a good one. It was a long one. Y'all been asking for it. And we delivered. Woohoo. Well, he delivered, y'all. I just led questions. And mm-hmm. Um... Thank you to the studio audience for being being good. We're clapping for you. Yeah, we're clapping for you. <laughs> she, she does. Again. She does a hair flip. <laughs> she goes, "Oh me." Um. All right. Uh. Yeah. Leave your questions if you have more questions, and your responses uh, on Instagram, or write a review on Apple Podcasts. That would be dope. That would push us out more. Or send us DMs. That's cool too. Yeah. The, Jose liked the DM he got. It was he was like, "Fuck yeah, I'll talk about this shit." Um, I got all excited because <coughs> I didn't really like. I talk about him sometimes, but I was like, "Damn, okay, let's go." Yeah, and uh, so we get mostly people in person who tell us like, "Hey, we listen to your podcast." Blah, blah blah. So I've gotten a couple of people telling me that in person, and then my uncle had messaged me, and I was like, "Message Jose, he'll handle it." And uh, so yeah, I handled it. Hopefully, we delivered. 
Um, yeah, thank you for listening to Shit to Talk About. I'm Marissa. And my name is Jose. You can follow us on Instagram at Shit to Talk About and Twitter at Shit Talk 14. Um, write a review on Apple Podcasts, Shit to Talk About, and we're also on Spotify, yep. Shit to yep. Talk About. Mm-hmm. We didn't do a visual for this podcast or the one previous to this because uh, fuck it and fuck it. Uh, yeah, thank you. We'll talk to you next time. Have a g- have <laughs> I got it right this time. <laughs> yeah. Finally, it only it only took eighteen podcasts stinks, to get it right. Stinks. Dab. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We'll see ya later. Peace.